0: To another beer review. Now today we're back on the scotchy series. Hopefully we're coming close to the end of it. I think there's about three or four beers left and uh, I will hope to go there's only three or four beers left because it just seems to be dragging on. But today we're not on Tenants and we're not on Belhaven we're actually on a brewery that it was fairly close to where I grew up. Um, I grew up in the west coast of Scotland on the mainland and this brewery is based on an island just, just off that coast. And I've visited it many times for work and things like that. And uh, the brewery is the Arran Brewery from the Isle of Arden, which is just off the Ayrshire coast in the west coast of Scotland. And uh, it's a blonde ale apparently. So it was apparently it's a blonde premium beer, it's five percent, it's 500ml bottle and it's under £2. Now is there any spill in the back? I don't think there is actually. So it's uh, brewed in the Isle of Arden it says and uh, Isle of Arran Brewery which is uh, in Brodick, Isle of Arran, Scotland and that's really it and it just says Contains malted barley and malted wheat, and that's it, nothing else. So, no spill, no nothing. I will put some details of the brewery in, because I'll, I'll put some beer facts below, so well, will, and uh, I'll give some details about the brewery and maybe a little bit of history and things like that. But uh, hopefully this will be quite nice. Can't be any worse than some of the other stuff we've tried, as you know. It's been quite a grave disappointment. I'll be totally honest. <laughs> I actually wish I'd never started this bloody series because I thought it was a good way of me basically catching up on what's happening in the the brewing world in Scotland since me being away, and uh, also a way of kind of showcasing Scotland and some of its beers as well it's went the exact opposite all it's done is frustrated me disappointed me and highlighted it because <sighs> just as much problems with the brewing industry in scotland as there is anywhere else in the uk or anywhere else in the world right now um it seems to be all going through a transition of uh mediocrity and uh Cutting corners and sensationalism and everything else, it's just the beers are more about hype than substance and flavour, unfortunately. So, hopefully, because this is a smaller brewery, that um, might be better, it might be a nicer, nicer beer. Why is it every time I start a video, some arsehole says to come and start fanning a bit with a fucking car? It's unbelievable, Seriously. As if like oh he's in there making a video like come on let's get to the car and get it get it started and get revving it like fuck you know seriously it's unbelievable <laughs> it's bunch of shits right let's crack this open before basically like somebody else has the idea of oh I can go rev my car and he's doing a video that would be funny mm. get in bread <laughs> so hopefully I'm I'm quite buoyant about this I'm quite kind of up for it because. I'm trying to remember. I think I had a heather ale from Bailiavan Brewery, and if uh, I remember right, it was really quite nice. But that was absolutely years ago. So, but anyway, let's see what this was like. Let's pour it out. And there we go. It's a good pour. Good pour. Oh. oh. But if I'm so there is, name of God, it's, it's, it's lively and sprightly. Also, it's a strange one because I, I watch quite a lot of yours and I'll say, mm, good carbonation. How do you know it's good carbonation until you get the mouth filled? I've always wondered that. You can say, oh yeah, there's carbonation or yeah, it looks quite lively or something like that. But you don't really know if it's good or bad carbonation until you get your gums around it. And if it starts basically nipping them, then you're thinking, maybe, maybe it's not so good, you know. But I always find that strange with the Oh, yeah, it's good carbonation. I can always say, well, it looks quite well carbonated and potentially maybe overly carbonated, things like that. But again, I will never really make a final decision or make any kind of judgment until I've actually tasted it and had a, a feel of the beer around my mouth. So I always find that strange when people say that. Maybe Maybe, maybe I'm missing something. But anyway... So for people on the podcast, it's supposed to be a blonde ale, but it's probably closer to a golden colour. You know, that kind of light golden colour. I wouldn't say it's blonde. Blonde, I would expect it to be a bit lighter. I would say this is more closer to a kind of golden ale kind of colour, or a kind of a slightly darker lager. From that kind of view. And it was roughly about one finger head. It's kind of dissipating a bit. It's probably down to half finger head now. So let's have a smell. Well, I'm getting hops, which is good because, let's be totally honest, it's not something you usually get much of when you, unless it's pretty dog shit, but if you're basically smelling Scottish beers, the majority of them, you won't really get a hopper, but you get some hop tones in the flavour, but not very often you'll actually get the smell of hops. I'm getting some light, floral smell, but I'm also getting malt as well. Quite a kind of sticky, kind of Caramel kind of caramel kind of malty kind of you know there's a kind of caramel kind of sweetness, a kind of snickiness kind of smell. So you're getting malty, you're getting slightly kind of caramel stickiness kind of smell. And some light florals. So let's see what it tastes like. That's actually quite nice. Fair play to them. First impressions is that there's some flavours there that once my mouth gets acclimatised we can kind of investigate and expand on. But first impressions is that there's some nice flavours there. The mouthfeel is quite nice. And overall, the flavours that I'm initially getting are quite nice. There's a nice kind of balance to it. I mean, what I would say, it's not, if you you mentioned like a Scottish ale, to most people, they would think of a more darker ale with uh, a lot more malt forward. Forget all this brew dog bullshit and all that kind of nonsense. We're talking about more kind of traditional Scottish ales. If you'd mention a Scottish ale to a Scotsman or an Englishman or a Welshman or an Irishman, whatever, if you turn around and mention that to them, they would think of a kind of darker beer, a kind of a darker brown ale, whether it's a heavy or a wee heavy, and it would be molt forward, very little hops. And that would be kind of the main kind of uh, initial impressions people would see. This doesn't give us any of that as you can see obviously it's not a dark ale but what it does give to me is uh, how would you say it does strike me more as being kind of more of an English style ale than a Scottish style ale which I don't see that as a bad thing I don't see that as a bad thing um I think obviously Scotland has to try different ales and things like that. And there's nothing wrong in, in Scotland doing lighter beers and things like that. And obviously working with hops. And yeah, of course, obviously, if you're going to basically brew a type of ale like this, there's a good chance there's going to be slight kind of accents and elements from the kind of English style, especially if you're using similar type of hops and obviously a kind of similar type of brewing process. Yeah, well, it's not the first thing you would think of, but from that type of situation, is uh, it's nice because again, this potential is an option for uh, beer drinkers that maybe want something a bit lighter, but don't want to go to a lager. They want something a bit more interesting than a lager. And uh, like for somebody like me, this would be a godsend compared to like sort of tennis lager and all this other kind of guff that you're you're getting. So yeah, it is very drinkable. There's yeah some really nice little tones. There's a nice little kind of hoppy finish with a little bit of bitterness, and it just is quite light and really quite nice. Fair play to them. I'm actually quite happy. <laughs> well done, Arden Brewery for Christ's sake. It's been it's been long enough waiting, <laughs> but yeah. I really am quite chuffed with that, Um, just shows you how much I was disappointed in the past, seriously, I was trading every time and uh, I just like to be secret, while I'm doing this I thought I'll do another one, right, so the one I'm doing after this, it's a fucking bill, oh god, and it's an IPA, so <laughs> My happiness may be short lived, but the, yes, there's a, there's a Bill Haven coming up next that I'll be doing. Oh, I'm not looking forward to And I'm looking forward to even less after tasting this thing. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm basically going through yin and yang, and I, I think this is a yang. And can I sure you Bell Haven's going to be the yang? Oh, God, no. Please be a good one. Please be a good one. But anyway. Let's enjoy what we have in front of us. You know, be thankful for small mercies. But yeah, so I'm going to try and break down the flavours. Okay, so you get a little bit of malt, and you get a nice kind of underlying sweetness that's going from front to back, dissipates down from the front of the mouth to the, the mid-tongue and you get a little bit of caramel there as well so the caramel is linking the kind of sweetness to the multi flavors but what you're also getting is just little hoppy flavors just little floral hoppy flavors that you're just starting to kind of little accents that just start to develop at the front of the mouth. Move on to the mid-tongue and these floral flavors just kind of slightly ramp up a bit the sweetness just slightly dissipates a little bit, just drops down and the maltiness just slightly drops down. But as the malt is down, you're just getting a little hint of grain as well in the mid-tongue. So you're getting a nice kind of array of flavours there. So you've got a nice little bit of sweetness, a little hint of caramel, a little hint of malt. And uh, you're getting the hoppiness, the little floralness of like that. And you're just getting that little bit of grain just kind of bursting through in between. Well, this is quite nice the levels aren't too much They're just a nice level where is it I'm not saying it's completely clean but it's clean enough that it's quite easy to identify the flavors and they're not overpowering or they're not trying to fight each other they're just nice and overall you've just got that nice kind of mouthfeel. so that carbonation levels even though it looks quite kind of busy in the glass. It's just nice as a mouthfeel I mean you could sink it let's be totally honest I could sink this and yeah I'd have maybe a couple of burps at the end of it but it'd be really easy so it's not like a can of Sprite thank god and then what it does is as it gets to the end of the mid tongue you just start getting a little bits of bitterness just kind of a little accents just coming through and then it moves on to the aftertaste and on the aftertaste the sweetness starts to kind of dissipate a bit but the malt and the grain kind of dissipates quite quickly but that just leaves you with a little bit of floralness of the hops but you're also getting a little bit more bitterness there as well not a strong bitterness but just a very kind of light bitterness which just makes the, the finish a bit more interesting and again as the sweetness dissipates, the last thing it kind of dissipates is this, is the flawlessness and a little bit of kind of hoppy bitterness. And it just makes it just a nice, easy finish. So it's not too hoppy, not linging in the back of the throat or any way, shape or form. The bitterness is quite gentle, but it's there enough just to make it interesting. And it just, just gives it a nice kind of easy finish, but an interesting finish and overall from front to back there's a nice balance to the beer the flavours are working together they're kind of supporting each other none of them are clashing maybe could be a little bit cleaner but again I'm probably being a bit too um, picky to a degree and uh, overall for a blonde ale it's actually quite nice and like I said for me it's something more interesting than say a lager and if I wanted something lighter living in Scotland, then yeah, I would definitely put this on my uh, shopping list. So there you go. I'm usually quite hard and beers, let's be totally honest. I'm, I'm not really nice quite a lot of times, but I'm not trying to be nasty. I want beers to be good. But uh, I think one of the biggest problems is that you read all this gumph on the back label and then you go in with certain kind of expectations because you've bought the beer based on that. That That's your really only kind of, unless you like the label or you know the brewery and you think, well, I've had other ones from that brewery, I'll maybe go f- and try it and see what it's like. Or if you've never tried it and you don't know anything about it and you read the spiel in the back and you think, oh, that sounds quite nice and you get it and it's a complete disappointment you feel like you've been kind of conned and ripped off thinking in line buggers. Whereas that' I don't really know anything about it. I'm doing a Scottish series. The text the boxes in the Scottish series because it's brewed in Scotland and it's a an ale and it's a lighter ale and uh, no spill in the back. Fair play to it. Like I always say if you can't be honest or have something really kind of worthwhile to say in the label then just don't say anything at all and there's no pairing notes no bullshit no crap just there you go this is where it's brewed this is what it contains and there you go thank you very much and yeah i applaud them for that because it's just it's about the beer it's not about any hype or bullshit and uh that's got to be a good thing because you know this industry right now is absolute wall-to-wall bullshit right now. It really is. It's unbelievable. you get bullshit coming out of all crevices and every orifice. And it's just nice to get a brewery that's like, well, there's the beer. There's the blonde. It's 5%. It's a 500ml bottle. Brewed beers. Give it a go. I'm not telling you what it should be, what we want it to be, what you should be getting. It's a case of... Go and enjoy it. And hopefully you do. It's like that kind of scenario, and I like that. It's refreshing compared to all the kind of other crap, and you know what I'm like. You see well the the hype and the piss and everything else, and the labels, and even on the glasses as well. And uh, you know how much it annoys me and gets me ranting, so I've got to turn around and applaud a brewery that just, you know, will give you the facts and that's it. Nothing else. So yeah, fair play to the brewery, for that, and we played placing for this so what would I give this out of 10? God that is actually easy to drink too easy to drink it's really yes. actually quite nice well I could be a bit pernickety but I think first of all the flavour profiles are a bit kind of unusual a kind of Step away from the tradition than what you would expect from a Scottish you kind know, of beer, especially you know, if you see an ale. Many say a Scottish ale, people think dark, they don't think light. Different if you're talking about laggers or something like that, but it's nice that there's a that somebody is doing a lighter ale when it's done well and uh, it's brewed well, nice balance, and everything else. And if I basically put it up against a lot of the other beers that I've tried in this Scottish series which let's be totally honest a hell of a lot of them have been a disappointment this is a bit of a revelation to be totally honest and it's good it's just a shame that I've I've waited till this time to actually review it I wish I'd actually done it ages ago but I suppose it's a good thing because if we're getting near the end of of the last couple of bottles last three or four bottles hopefully then uh, it's nice that uh, one of them's a, a nice one like this So, out of 10, this is really actually quite nice. Yeah. Nice little balance and everything else. It's just just unusual. Yeah, I wouldn't have expected because it is kind of slightly more English kind of style and they've got a lot of kind of more traditional English flavours, but I don't see there's anything wrong with that. And it's uh, nice that they understand that. No, well, there's a lot of good pruities in England, making a lot of good eels, and it's a good place to start if you're wanting to start kind of doing eels in Scotland. Just have a look at what some of the English uh, ones are being produced, and you know, learn from them. I don't see that as an issue or a problem in any way, shape, or form. So, I'm going to give this you now. I'm kind of tired. I'm kind of tired to being seven and seven and a half so uh it's an easy seven it really is it's quite an easy seven compared to what i've tried below and i'm looking at the point of view as a scottish series but also as an ale in its own right i mean it could stand up to quite a lot of easy kind of more golden style ales coming from england not a problem so yeah yeah go for it i'm gonna give it a seven and a half and i would say if you can get it, try it. I think you would enjoy it. And if you are kicking about Scotland, especially on the west coast, you know, kind of uh, the Ayrshire area, you know, whether it's uh, South Ayrshire, North Ayrshire, East Ayrshire, all these type of thing. I always wondered why we never got a West Ayrshire. Then I realised, well, apart from the island, you'd be in the fucking water. You'd be in the sea. <laughs> so yeah, it's better just to stick with the south, north and east. But yeah, if you're around about the Kinavershire coast and uh probably into the kind of uh into the kind of Clyde estuary, that kind of area, maybe round about Glasgow or something like that. And maybe down the Solway coast, I would probably think these beers would be sold around about these areas. And uh if you're in that kind of area and you see it, whether in a pub or in the supermarket, then yeah, I would recommend. Give it a go. I think you would like because I do. And uh I'm glad I actually reviewed it. It's kinda of pep me up a bit, which is just as well because I've got a bellhaven coming up next. Which that might surprise me, hopefully. <laughs> Go and fucking see no number. Anyway, so yes, it's a seven and a half out of ten. It's five percent. It's a blonde ale, it's five hundred mil, it's just under two pound a bottle. Thanks for watching. Cheers. And bye for now.